a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, had me a good nap after work so I can be uh, fresh, bushy, blue-eyed, whatever they want to say this shit. <laughs> right? Hey, that's okay. I wish I had a nap today. Oh, my goodness. So how has your day been going? Been good. It's been busy, but good. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So what did you do today? What did you, what was your day like? Meetings, lots of meetings, shot some content, shot some custom videos, um, went and got my test for my collab house, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. And who did you collab with? Me or my Uh, This is going to be a really big collab, and I don't even know everyone that's going to be there, but it's going to be in Orlando. Ooh. ooh. Yes, that's really coming. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, so how often do you, you feel for your content? Uh, well, it just kind of depends. The last month has been really busy. I had a whole content trade in um, Tampa. I did some in Miami after my pro shoot. Now I'm going to Orlando, and then right after that, I come home, land, home for a day, and then go to L.A. Yes, because I saw that you are a score model, mm -hmm. and, and I grew up on score. I, I used to collect the magazines when I was younger. That's amazing. So, so how big are the boobies? <sighs> Well, there are 1,200 CPs, mm -hmm. which translates to 34E for me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they, they look they look very nice. I love them. Well, thank you. I love them too. Yeah, because <laughs> um, because I'm pretty sure they they have made they have made your money back. <laughs> they have, and they were a gift to me. So I didn't even my God. Oh my God! So how was it working with the legendary score group? I love them. They are super professional, um, very accommodating if something comes up. It, it's been a great experience. This is my second time shooting with them. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, we're going to unpack all that. So, with that being said, hello, smokers, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge. You know who I am. I'm Kevin the Summer Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Four spots to tell you about the first one being... The Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSSwirl.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, AriseSizzleMagazine.com. Shout out to my man, Kevin. Also, the new home of the Premium Smoke Room and one of our wonderful sponsors. I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. 90% profit for you content creators and no hashtag issues. You can put whatever you want up there. You ain't got to about getting bumped off. And for your consumers, a new place to consume your triple X content. So go over and get yourself, whether you're a content creator or a consumer, get yourself a profile, excitebunny.com. Also, check me out on shopgwdistrict.com on their Black Podcast Network. And while you're over there at shopgwdistrict.com, get some shopping done for some black-owned businesses, why don't you? Also, check me out in the mornings on fullswapradio.com, where I chop it up with the best and brightest from our industry. If we give you that real unfiltered smoke about the industry with no chaser. And also, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com, as well as the BGP LLC app. Now, as you can see with these beautiful eyes, sexy lips, and beautiful boobs, this lady is becoming a legend. And she was a cop at one time. So I want to shut up and sit back and let this gorgeous lady introduce herself to my smokers. Tell her who you are, gorgeous. 
Well, thank you first and foremost for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Uh, so I go by Lieutenant I was in law enforcement for 28 years. I was a police officer for 13. I had started an OnlyFans page with my husband, and it was discovered by a former friend of mine who reported me to my work. And ultimately, I ended up retiring early from my agency as a result. And and you can dare say that probably was the best thing that happened to you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I won't argue with you at all. Um, so yeah it was good so so the question i gotta ask is uh how was it being a cop first and foremost were we even getting to the porn side of things <laughs> no worries so i did love it i loved it for a very long time mm-hmm. uh, you know in fact i had promoted and things like that but uh it, it had served its time in my life mm-hmm. and i was already kind of on the fence about what i wanted to do moving forward mm-hmm. so this just kind of essentially forced my hand to make that decision and it was the best decision I could have made. So ultimately something where I was like, fuck you to the person who reported me. Yeah. Um, now I'm like, thanks, you saved my life. Oh my goodness. And which actually because you got to be in physical shape to even be a police officer, it actually was a great segue for you to get into the, the business because we got to be physically in shape to do these shoots. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I call myself a sexual athlete. <laughs> We talk about I've been saying that. I say we get cramps, we get injuries, all that shit. They, they think that what we do on camera is no, it's not easy by no means. No, it's not. It's work. So, okay, then. So, what made you decide to do an OnlyFans with your husband? What made y'all decide to go that route? It was just some kinky, fun idea we had come up with. I mean, we had always shared photos and videos and things like that. And so we had like a essentially a vault of all of that mm-hmm. and then it was like let's just a bad for commercial break now <laughs> she was explaining to us her husband and her why they got only fans go ahead i'm sorry what was your question again so i said, I said we were talking about you and your husband starting only fans oh yeah yeah so we did it for a country fund uh you know kind of to just kind of see what what would happen, what wouldn't happen, whatever. Kind of to have that outside voyeur appearance, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was super fun, and we loved it. And it was funny because every once in a while he'd be like, "We have X number of followers. It's crazy." And I was like, "Wait, what? Really?" <laughs> you know, because you're like, "How many people want to see me naked?" Okay. <laughs> now, imagine did you had the boobies at this time. I did. I actually had my other implants at the time. Okay, okay, okay. So you already was busty and looking sexy. And you was a hot. And I'm pretty sure you was a very sexy police officer because I'm pretty sure the criminals were like, dang, she could risk me any day. Yeah, I did hear some of that. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure you did. So, so how long was it before you got reported? I would say it was about a year. Yeah, y'all want a year, okay. Give or take, yeah. So, so did you, okay, then was you worried about getting reported? And was you worried about losing your job? No. Uh, I never thought I was going to lose my job. And then I was never thinking about my job. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if it's not a record, then it doesn't affect, right? Like, True. 
you know, and it was behind a paywall. And I never expected anyone to find it. Yeah, because it's it's funny because I had a girl, this was back when I started, asked me, is anyone dumb going to see this? I said, baby, you do realize what the www dot means. <laughs> but get it. <laughs> Okay. That means yes, everyone will see it. <laughs> Worldwide web. Yeah, because it that's one thing I tell any girl who get into this business, it's going to stick with you. You yes, know, that's what I tell ladies now when they ask me. I'm like, you need to be one hundred and ten percent sure this is what you want to do. Because it will live forever. Yeah, because it can, even when you think that you deleted those scenes or took them off, they're still on the web. Yeah. You know, period. Because people don't realize that even with OnlyFans, some of these people can actually record the shit. Mm-hmm. Plus, if they download the video, it is no program that stops them from loading it to another site. You know, period. So that was, uh, and because of that, that's part of the reason why the boot. Um, okay. You can set it up so they can't pirate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, a lot of girls forget about that. You know, period. Because they don't go through, they just load it, and then that's it. They don't think about, you know, okay, people bootlegging it, pirating it, putting it on other sites and stuff like that. And not even for money, just for them to have traffic. And then I truly believe that some of two sites steal y'all shit to put it on their site with a fake account so they can get traffic. You know, that's just my, you know, my conspiracy theory when it comes to porn sometimes, you know, I, I think crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure by the time you got found out, which we're going to unpack that in a second, you was already making enough money to the point that you probably were thinking about quitting anyway. <laughs> Actually, no. 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 So, I mean, we were making money, but certainly not enough to supplement my income. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and that was a very real concern. Yeah. When the investigation was going on, the negotiations were in progress. Mm, 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 mm. So, so what did your parents say when they found out? Like, what did they call you into the office? What, what, how was that like? I got an email. Uh, so we call them notice of complaints. Yeah. And so I used to get them all the time from my employees because I was really bad. And so you're always included on them. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know what's going on with your staff. And I'm reading it and I'm like, holy shit, this is about me. <laughs> this is not about someone else. It's all about me. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too mighty. So I knew it was panic in the house. Um, For sure. Everything. So that moment, that's when you said, fuck it, let's just go full tilt. Let's, let, let's see what this guy. Well, so there was a lot of behind the scenes negotiations and things like that. It wasn't like an instant, like, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. I think really what kind of propelled everything into fast motion was when someone from my agency leaked it to the media. Mm. And that Ooh, is that was you. This was you. I'm talking about you on the podcast. 
I'm talking about you, the teacher, the teaching couple that they got caught in school. Uh huh. And it it and I even remember there was a girl at Duke that got found out for doing porn. Mm-hmm. Um and everything. And I know you was mind blown that you was on the news. I was. What was so crazy is when my auntie found out watching the view. So that morning it came out on all media outlets worldwide at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And by the time they were seeing the view later that day, uh, they were talking about me. Oh my god! And I know they were talking shit because I hate I hate these talk show hosts. Because whenever they talk about us, it's always negative. Ooh, she lay on her back and make money. Ooh, why does she do that with her job? Ooh, ooh. Like, everybody's, everybody got their own path. Not everybody meant to be cookie cutter. Not everybody meant to be uh, the president of the United States. Some of us are meant to do adult film. They just, that's our path. Absolutely. <laughs> so I know you was like, damn, it, it, it. I know it was shocked, but even to the point, a little bit, you were like, damn, they talk about me on the news. I'm becoming famous. <laughs> it was, like, overwhelming, right? So, because I had just negotiated my exit package mm-hmm. and my severance and everything, and then mm-hmm. then to stare down the media, which, as a police officer, you're always, like, avoiding the media. You don't want to be on TV, right? Mm-hmm. And now suddenly... Bam, there's my face everywhere. And, um, you know, there was some fallout around it. It took family some time to embrace it and um, come to terms with it because it's not what they necessarily wanted for me, you know. But Oh, trust me, I had that conversation with my mama. But then she said this to me. She said, and, and smokers, y'all know what Mama Lucas said, never be shamed of what you got to do to feed your family. Right. You know, so she was like, "No, you happy, and you're doing something that's legal. You ain't hurting nobody." Right, and I freaking love it. So, <laughs> so, so at the moment, so now you're done with being a cop. So, how did you start your movement into the adult film industry? So we kind of embraced the suck, figured it out, mm-hmm. and started to run my page. And that was something that I did full time. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess it was about May or June, mm-hmm. we had sat down with you and have monthly, and we do, I'm sorry, not monthly, weekly. We would sit down and we'll have a, a weekly meeting and talk about what's going on with the business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I should look at getting an agent and shooting professional. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we had a lot of conversations about it. My husband and I, he was very supportive. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's. Let's give it a try. So I sent out a couple of emails to some agents, and I would say maybe within about an hour and a half or two hours, I had an agent. Duh. You were just on national TV. What agent would be dumb not to sign you? You probably had a bunch of agencies ready to sign your ass. Uh, it, was, it was a crazy adventure, and I was, I was actually stunned at how many of them knew my story because I don't look at myself that way. Mm-hmm. So to know that people in the sex industry were already talking about me, I was like, wow. Yeah, because it because I can sit here and tell you, I was like, I even said this. I said, if she decides to take this full tilt, she already got the jumping platform. Because 
we're in the social media age as it is. So the fact that you already got the new, you already trending, you already in the news cycle. Every company is waiting for you to sit here and say, or sign an agent or say, yo, I'm doing this full tilt because they're going to film you just because you already hot walking in the game. Right. And I think that was why I had an agent so quickly. Um, and then it was, gosh, I would say within two weeks, I shot my first pro. Mm-hmm. Um, they flew me to Arizona and I shot for hot milk. Ooh, so let's unpack that, shall we? You know how we do, smokers. So, this is your first pro shoot. Of course, you shot with your husband, which would be considered amateur amateurist because I, I, I don't know if y'all had studio lights or anything of that nature. You know, not anything to the degree we do now. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, because I know after you did that one pro scene, you came home, hey, baby. Um, we need to get lights and uh, we need to get a better camera. <laughs> because I know you felt sexy as fuck after that shoot. Because every girl that I know, when they go pro, they change their whole shit when it comes to filming their content. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a really great learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm very fortunate that my husband is pretty savvy as far as mm-hmm. all of um, like recording and editing and things like that went. Mm-hmm. Did we increase our lighting and, and some of our things? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I was very fortunate. Okay. So you go to Arizona. This is your first time doing a pro shoot, you know, period. Yeah. I want you to paint the pictures. Was you nervous? You know, what was it like walking on set? Because this is a official pro shoot. This ain't a content trade. No, these are the big boys. Right. So paint the picture for us. Um. So, I mean, it was crazy. Like, my husband took me to the airport that morning. And it was going to be an in and out of Phoenix that day. So, I'm on the plane, and I'm like, I'm actually doing this. Oh, my God. So, I get there because it's a short flight. And they send for a car and the car shows up. And I have no idea where I'm going. I get it. get in this car, and I'm driving somewhere. And which is so awkward for a cop to not know where you're going. You don't know anyone who's going to be there, right? And I still have that piece of me that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay. So, anyway, so they drive me to this neighborhood. Over there, it's kind of a sketchy neighborhood. <laughs> and so, but then we pull up into this like incredibly beautiful home because they're working on regentrification around the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I pull up to this incredibly beautiful home, brand new. Um, and the director came right out and met me at the curb, mm-hmm. got my suitcase, and took me in the house. So um, they were great. They let me take a shower right away. Sat me down with hair and makeup, and we were off to the races. Oh, most definitely. So shoot. So of course, when we do it, when when we doing shoots, people, um, when you do a pay gig, you don't have. You don't get to meet your talent that you're working with beforehand. So now we have 15, 10 minutes, even less than that, depending upon your the, the pretty girl photo shoot, how long that takes. Right. Develop chemistry. So what's some of the things that male talent did to kind of make you even more comfortable? Because like I said, one, this is a dude, because I don't know, was y'all swingers before y'all got into this, you and your husband? We were in and out of the lifestyle. Okay, then so so you had been with other dudes other than your husband. So this wasn't that new. It just was new for you on camera. 
Right, for sure. Okay. So what's the thing that he do to make you feel comfortable to get the best out of you in front of that in front of that camera? Uh, so he, and I, I probably think this is one of their things, but he showed up um, based on my experience after that. He had shown up a little bit earlier um, and sat there with me while I was getting my hair and makeup done and talked to me and kind of picked my brain and wanted to hear about my story from me. Um, and he's like, well, we'll do everything we can to make you comfortable. And it was just kind of nice because you got to mm. kind of got that vibe, mm. you know, and it kind of started to build that chemistry that made it a very comfortable experience. Yes, yes, most definitely. So then y'all do the photo shoots, the pretty girl shoots. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm pretty sure y'all did the photo steals. So people understand you have the steals that you pull off the camp, you pull off the scene and you have the steals that shot by a camera. Right. So now it comes to the scene. So tell us about the actual scene itself. So it's funny because they sit you down on the bed and they ask you all these questions and whatever. You know, your sexual interest, whatever. And then they're like, okay, well, you know, we're going to get started. And so, um, you know, we kind of brainstormed what it was going to look like initially when we were hair and makeup and stuff. So, and then you just kind of like get in the moment and... You know, and and then you know sometimes you have to stop or whatever. But the chemistry was good, and everything just seemed to flow. Mm. Yeah. So, and, and was it was like a role play scene? Like you had to do a little bit of acting before the fuck scene, or was it just straight to the fucking? So it was like after the interview, and so actually the person who interviewed me was the male talent. Okay, I got you. So he had like a camcorder and he was talking to me. Oh. But then you could see on the cameras behind us, yeah, him interviewing me. Mm, okay. And so he ended up filming some of it and whatever. But it started off with him using a, um, I must forget the name of it, but it was a toy. Mm. And then, you know, kind of goes from there. And then, then he hands off the camcorder to another camera person. Okay. And then you kind of just get into. So, 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 so they give you the casting couch treatment. Ish. <laughs> no doubt. So, so after that, what's some of the things that you took away as far as being in front of the camera um, for your first time? Because, like I said, of course, it's our first time in front of the camera, so it's a, it's a serious learning curve. Even when I did my first scene, it was a serious learning curve. Yeah, you know, well, I have more than one camera. Oof. So you're looking here you're looking there mm -hmm. trying to not look at the camera all the time and kind of balance that mm -hmm. but they were so patient with me and you mm -hmm. know because I didn't really know I mean I was just shooting with a phone on a tripod or whatever. so it, it was not it was nice that they were comfortable and encouraging and mm -hmm. all of that kind of thing you know oh, yeah. but I think the thing that I learned most was just to relax count on your male talent mm -hmm. and you know the directors and the producers and everybody the camera people they want you to succeed mm -hmm. they want you to look good yeah. so trusting them and the process and something i didn't know anything about which i think really helped me grow yeah most definitely so so after that of course because you were the agency i'm pretty sure you started getting more paid gigs you know what i'm saying Yep. Um, like I, um, I had gotten a handful of them and mm. uh, I had gone down to Miami Exotica. Ooh. It was at the same time as my other pro shoots. Mm. 
So she, so so around that time, you probably that when you start shooting with score. Yes, and I did um, Bang Bros, and I did a reality things live. Uh, okay, so so people, if you understand, she's top level shooting. See, there's levels in ABN, people. You have the Bang Bros, the Brazzers, they're here. Your freak mobs and the, the, and some of the mother ones, they're here. So she's at the top. You feel what I'm saying? Because just not anybody shoots with Bang Bros. I grew up with them. You feel me? So how was it working with the legendary Bang Bros? Because you're the first girl that I didn't talk to that shot with them. I loved it. My male talent was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we shot in a beautiful home. And... Um, it was just a really great experience. Um, I don't even really know how to put it into words because I was so new, the whole thing was so overwhelming, right? Um, but I will say that the male talent, uh, Lil B was super cool. He was so much younger than me. <laughs> and he's like teaching me all oh, I, I'm sure they had you do the MILF role, the, the cougar role, had you with a young boy. Yeah, yeah so, so I was his stepmother and I came home from work. As a police yeah. officer, his dad mm -hmm. is another police officer. He hadn't gotten his stuff. Oh, so, so they played into the fact he was a police officer. Oh yeah. Okay. Did you have him in uniform? Uh yeah, I had. I wore the one that I wear now mm -hmm. to events and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! So how much do you implement your the fact he was a police officer into your porn brand? So it's only been a handful of photo shoots that have used that. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say in my own personal brand, mm -hmm. I use it quite a bit. And in fact, I'm starting in 2024. Uh, mm -hmm. I've tried to use it a little bit more um, mm -hmm. because that's what my people love. Yeah, because it. I come from the era of DVDs. So... And what we used to do is make, and we used to make series. Like I had a series called Bringing Sweetness to Big Country where I played a, a boss of a corporation that all the women wanted to fuck. And he's reluctant to fuck them, but he, you know, he ends up fucking them. Then, of course, I did a series called The Porn Rap Star based off my life when I was in music as a rapper. You know, period. So sometimes our life experience helps make for great porn. Yes. You know? And the fact that right there you got a series that can go on streaming services um, and that can be ongoing. And you said that your fans like that, you know, period. Mm -hmm. Because some females might will shy away from the cop shit. You embraced it with your porn. So with that, do you, do you think that helps you stand out even more in the industry? I do. I, I honestly do because, you know, I'm a cop girl. Yeah. And it it kind of opened up um, the conversation and the and the rapport building with other people in the in the industry, for sure. Most definitely. So shoot. So now with porn, because like I said, you've been doing porn for how long? <clears throat> I guess probably now 14, 15 months. 14, 15 months. So she only been a year of change in the business. Actually, had to do what? Yeah, a year and a change. Mm -hmm. You had a strong fucking rookie year. Just to let you know. <laughs> I did. I really did. <laughs> See, now, now, what's interesting because I've talked to girls that 
got an agent and girls that are independent. With you, the agent helped you out a whole lot, you know, period. Because you might not got some of them shoes if you was independent. So speak to working with an agency and how an agency helps ladies become even more known. Because that got lost in this new age. Because when girls got the business, they even looked for a producer or they went with an agent. Mm-hmm. So now they just grab a phone. So Right. So I think when I first started, I think having an agent was very important because I didn't know the ropes and mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't have any contacts. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know who to, who to reach out to. Right. So he definitely helped me with that. I am self-booking now. They don't have an agent anymore. Um, so I self-book and it's a hustle. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Did did I keep telling about this business not easy. <laughs> it's more to it than just the fucking people. We we have to make the shit look good for y'all to buy. So so um when it comes to your content, how often do you film your personal content? So I probably do a couple of photo shoots and a couple of video shoots a week. Mm-hmm. Because I like to have things that are just sitting there waiting because you never know what can happen in your personal life. Yeah. So I I plan ahead. I slow release. Um, in fact, um, I am going to start um, doing a monthly release schedule that I'm going to publish, and I'm going to at the beginning of the month list all of the um, collaborators that I'm I'm going to be sharing and all that so people know what to expect and what's coming. Ooh. Yeah, because as you said, you slow burn your release because. With OnlyFans, of course, they try to force girls to upload weekly, you know, period. And I see you kind of got the old school mentality. I want to build the anticipation before I drop it. Mm-hmm. She speak to the importance of building the anticipation instead of just dropping, 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 dropping. What I think it does is it, it causes people to think. It lets them think to themselves, okay, they want, I really want to see... Um, this video with DFW night. So, mm. and I only have so much money every two weeks. So, I'm not going to buy this girl girl video. Yeah. Want to buy this other video? Mm-hmm. And so, and then they start to see little clips of it, and it's arousing and it's interesting, and you don't want to miss out. Yeah. And I think that is very important. Yeah, because I think that's what's missing in this day and age. Girls don't market their content. They just post it. You know, I come from an era where just like you had a schedule, like the first week, like I, like I used to, we used to, I used to update monthly, like maybe two cents a month. That, yeah, yeah, people, it was, it was that long ago. They don't do that no more. And, uh, <laughs> and I start first with the pretty girl pictures. Then I, then a week later, I give them the photo steals. Then I give them the stills from the video. Then I give them the trailer. Then I give them the scene. You mm-hmm. know, now they just give them the scene. And to me, when you build anticipation, it makes them spend more money versus you just throwing it in their face. Because you know what I'm saying? You because we people don't realize it's psychology. If you make it seem important, they're going to take it important. And all of my scenes are important. Yeah. <laughs> you spend too much damn money to film them motherfuckers and look good in them some bitches. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it just, and it also lets people know what I'm up to. Mm-hmm. It 
it builds that interest in me. And, and I think the thing that is most important for people to realize about OnlyFans and, and actually also shooting pro porn is OnlyFans allows you an opportunity to get to know people. Whereas mm. back when you started, there was no online. There was no, I could mm. send a message to my favorite porn star. Mm. That didn't exist. Oh, no. But see, that would make porn stars bigger than life because you couldn't touch them as easy. Now you can touch them. So it's kind of, in my opinion, kind of took the shine off of us a little bit, but not much if you know what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. And in fact, um, so I, I have a lot of my own. And I'm working on building it and making it more robust. <laughs> and so that's going to be rolling out here too in um, January of 2024. It's going to be a lot more interactive experience, a lot more access to me, uh, which I feel like is really important for people who follow me and encourage me. Yeah, because I said this before, the, 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 the industry is heading towards, is going to be about streaming and having your own website. You know, period. Um, which that what it was back in the day. It was, you know, you was considered legit porn star unless you had a dot com. I dealt with that. You know, yeah. I got left here by having a clip for sale. <laughs> now everybody got one. <laughs> everybody on the clip site. Yeah, I gave them a time we wanted three clip sites. Now it's like umpteen. Got yeah. yeah, no. Um and I and going to my website is like an, a great resource because it lists all my socials. It lists all of my different, mm -hmm. um, I guess, pay sites and all that. So you can find something that fits for you. Yeah. You know, um, and I think what is so funny is most often people choose based on how the building shows up on their website. Yeah, actually. Oh yeah, I think you said it because people don't realize that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because these husbands don't want their wives who's looking at that building statement like, okay, what the fuck? So so um because like I said, but even with a dot com it enables you to be more flexible because we know that these 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 platforms change their rules left and right. And it, it really make it harder not for solo content creators, but for people like us that do boy-girl content and girl-girl content. Mm -hmm. You know, period. Well, and, and you don't know how long the platform is going to be around. And so my goal for 2024 is to have something that isn't going to disappear. Yeah. And that is more accessible. Mm -hmm. uh, so that if or when OnlyFans or Fansly or any of those disappear... All mm. my stuff is still a one-stop shop. Yeah, because I know, I know, because I, I don't think he was in the game when OnlyFans did the mass exodus of, of sex workers. Yes, I was. I was just starting. You, 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 did you see the panic? Did you see the panic of oh, the ladies yes. who only had an OnlyFans? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's how I started my family. Yeah, because one thing that they learned, you got to have, it's just like if you do music. And even with a podcast, when we go to these podcast providers, they put us on multiple platforms. Your point is to be on multiple platforms because you might have some guys that may not want to go to her straight membership site. Mm -hmm. They used to go on OnlyFans or they used to go on Eclipse. Each of these sites create their own traffic, you yep. know, period. You know, and it's just the good thing about having a standalone site is that you can put any type of content up there and you ain't got to worry about being bothered. You ain't got to worry about uploading the paperwork and the IDs and stuff like that. Because like I said, 
I said this before. Mastercard and Visa never said that these companies had to verify everybody's in her scene. They just need to verify the person that they were paying. But these yeah. these sites want our paperwork because they want to sell it to advertisers. If y'all don't believe, well, go ahead, go ahead. And, and I do tell people, even if you are going to start your own website, make sure you still get the documentation. Yeah. Still, because it's a business. Yeah. You know, um, it's a profession. And mm -hmm. you should treat it as such. You know, um, and having that just eliminates any kind of question about what you have. Yeah, because it, it don't take much, but one person's reporting, and then you have to show the paperwork. Mm -hmm. You know, period. That's how I was back in the day. The only time I had to worry about showing paperwork if someone reported and said that I own a scene or or what have you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have to upload all that. You know, yeah. period. Because that post me for company use only. But mm -hmm. now they figured out I can get her ID, her address, her email, and her social security number. Let's sell that to some advertisers, shall we? Ain't y'all noticed that y'all get more more phone calls from out of nowhere since y'all been doing porn? Think about it. <laughs> right, I mean, sort of, you know, cutting your thumbs and becoming blood brothers. You know? Yeah, for the most part. You're like, damn, man. Why well, I keep getting calls from fucking Texas? I don't know about it in Texas. Because you are only fans. <laughs> <laughs> True facts. <laughs> so, shoot. So, now with that being said, um... Let's see. Let's have a little fun, shall we? Now, do you do anal? No. Okay, no anal. I did. Are you? Have you done or looking to do a gangbang? So let me let me go back to the other question and explain. Okay. I guess okay. I should instead of just saying no. Okay. I should explain. So it's okay because not everybody do anal, baby. That's a dick in the ass, and oh, it's I, porn dicks, not boyfriend dicks. Porn dicks. There's just some things I keep mm -hmm. separate that are for my husband and I, right, oh, that we enjoy or whatever. Um, but I'm not saying that it won't happen. It's mm -hmm. just not on the table right now. Yeah, I think right. it's a more fair way to answer that. Yeah. Um, and then what was your... Well, before I go into the game banking side, that's not a bad thing because I was always taught Never let the industry have more content of you that you don't have of yourself. Right. And if you do have anal contents with your husband, so guess what that makes that anal content? Exclusive. <laughs> Which means that she's making the money off of it. Because she could have shot that with Bane Bros, and they're making money off of it forever. And all she got paid was just what they paid her. So yeah, it's and, I don't, and I don't shoot it for my content. I have some anal stuff with toys. Mm -hmm. But I don't release the other at all. I'm, I'm about to embark on that. Ooh. But, uh, but of course, the husband going to be the first one to get it, though. You know. Yeah. So, so but like I said, 2024 is going to be an amazing year for anyone following me. And it's not going to be a disappointment at all. It's going to be a lot of big stuff. So now, the game bang. Are you looking to do a game bang in your career? Yes. Mm. And... Um, it is going to be a super amazing event. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've already selected the people that I'm going to shoot with. Ooh. So it is already in the works. Ooh. And, 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 and how many men? That's what we're still trying to navigate. Um, mm -hmm. 
So I don't have that exact number for you right now, but it will definitely be enough that you will want to do it. See, now, the other part of this is when we do these shoots, there's a mental and there's a physical prep. Now, she's talking about doing the game thing. That's a serious mental prep. So when you're doing shoots, when you about to do shoots, what is your mental prep? Um, I guess, you know, just basically to, I mean, you want to be sure you're comfortable with everything on your call sheet, mm -hmm. right? Um, you want to make sure that you're comfortable in the environment and you know that you can always say no, you can always back out, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I think that the big thing is just making sure that I don't commit to something that I'm not completely ready for, something that I'm not ready to answer questions about, that I'm not willing to have people see, um, mm -hmm. You know, and so there's been a lot of talking conversation with my husband about it, mm -hmm. and um, it's definitely been something I've been interested in. So it's like the timing is coming, and it's coming very soon. Yeah, because it's because the thing about it is, people a a game bang scene is organized chaos. Right. You know, period. First of all, it's hard to put together because mm -hmm. dudes don't like fucking in the same room or sharing pussy sometimes. Right. Trust me. And she has to be engaged the whole time, right. you know, period. And as well as it just ain't simple as an off-camera game, man, where she just doggy style a missionary. They may want her to ride. They may want her to do this, want to do that. So, which, which, lucky for her because she works out and she was a cop. She physically handled this shit. It's not, it's, it's, it's child's play for her, you know, period. Okay. I talked to female as fitness models. Trust me, working out helps <laughs> yeah well and i wanted to be able to choose who also yeah and it's going to be mine it's yeah. not for a studio oh yeah because because i think about the girls that go to the content house to do a game bang you got to share that scene with everybody in the game bang the cameraman and the man that owns the content house you see so actually the way you do it is actually a smarter way because uh because this is going to be content Content. Yeah. So and uh now the question is, are you gonna work out a deal to where you get to release it before they do and it's a time frame they can't touch it, or they can just go ham? We're still in negotiations over that. <laughs> yeah, because because I know the biggest thing is is when you do a collab collaboration that big, that's a lot of Working pieces, so I know it's some you, you want to be the first one to drop it because it's yours, mm -hmm. because you're the star in it, you mm -hmm. know. Period. And the guy should be, the guy should be understanding of that, you know. Period. Because it is what it is. Because it's like this. Let's keep it one hundred. Some of the motherfuckers ain't gonna sell it for the same price as you. Right. Well, and they they might not be able to just based on their yeah experience or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think what people don't realize is. Planning shoots like that and content like that is a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of networking. It's a lot of conversation. It's a lot of research on making sure that we have a similar um, type of content that we shoot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but I have, in addition to the gangbang that's coming up, um, I'm going to do a lot more with multiple people. Mm -hmm. Because that is requested a lot, um, but I've also they been see some threesomes. Huh? <laughs> I've been really fortunate to shoot with some incredibly 
talented and well-known collaborators, um, which I already have a lot of it taught and it's being edited now. So um, I, I wish I could just like list off everybody's name. I can't just off the top of my head, but um, it is definitely gonna be something that people are going to know who I'm shooting with. And I think it will draw a lot of interest to see me with them and them with me. And uh, yeah. No doubt. So of course, because porn of gays are saturated and it's becoming more stream now. Are you are you into BDSM? Are you looking to do BDSM content, bondage content? What fetish content are you into? So um I'm more of a dom. Mm. Obviously, my past career. Of course. <laughs> you won't see me sub. <laughs> Not even in a gangbang will I be sub. <laughs> Um, you know, and, um, you know, but the whole, what thing is a big thing. Um, you know, uh, I do do a lot of the, um, latex stuff. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's just a matter of finding people to shoot with for some of that. And obviously some of that stuff is just not a good fit for me either. So yeah, it's just a balance. Mm. Yeah. Because, um, which I'm surprised you ain't ran to no subs. That's one of the film. Um because it's kind of it, it it because especially one that one you're famous already, two you're a dominatrix that's a that used to be a cop. I am sorry, there are subs that would love you to whoop the shit out there and intimidate them and wouldn't probably on camera. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised at that one. Yeah, well, um, how do I wear this? So. There is some expansion into that. There's some other negotiation going on in that arena. Mm. Uh, like I said, I'm bringing my content mm. um, and, my, and how people experience me to a whole new level in 2024. Oh, oh most definitely. Yeah, because I ain't even going to front when at first I thought you were going to say you've been in the business three years. And you said only a year. So they tell you that right now, man, you already is like... It, it, that it, it, you know, you, you see somebody you you think they only been in the business. They've been in the business for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you find out they ain't been this long. You're like, well, damn, you done made headway quickly because you know what I'm saying. Because if people aren't paying attention, they think that you've been in the business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So and just the way that you're moving and stuff. And then, like I said, also what helps, especially with your content, because you do these paid gigs, it enables you to network with these females mm-hmm. and males. Who are experienced versus I'm depending upon someone DMing my motherfucking ass about a dude. Yes. Like I said, I've been super fortunate to be mentored by some of the very big names in the industry. And I don't discount that at all. I'm so thankful. And I think that's how I've been able to get to where I am now. Is because they've taken an interest. They've taken me under their wing and have really kind of taught me the ropes where if you don't have access to that, mm-hmm. you, you don't know where you're going. You don't know what that plan should look like. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I try to do for new girls who reach out to me. I'm like, I will help you and I will, I'm not going to charge you. Mm-hmm. I will share my knowledge because if this is what you want to do, 
Why keep it a secret? True that. So with that being said, people, you know what time it is. It's your favorite time of the show. Where the pussies go dry and the dicks go left. Let's talk about the business. So this is part of the show. We really get us We talk about the business. And I know one of the things that the girls ask you, because the biggest misconception these girls come in with, quick money, think it's easy, think all it is is we just going to fuck on camera. They don't understand the work behind it. So speak to how difficult of a business it is to do. How difficult it is to navigate, you mean? Yes. It, it is it is difficult and it is very tricky. And, um, you know, I never went into this like I knew anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been in my favor. Mm-hmm. I came into it to teach me. I want to be the sponge. Mm-hmm. Like, you tell me all of the things you know, and I'm going to pick what we're doing now. I might put some away for later. Um, <laughs> but the big thing is to be true to yourself and your brand. And take that advice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. There's so much I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the one thing and I even said at this cop is the day that you think you know everything about what you're doing is the day that you should quit. Yeah. Because you don't know and you're going to find yourself in a pickle. And this industry changes all the time. Yeah. And, and there's big name people. I mean, you look at Brittany Andrews. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's she's still the same brand, but mm-hmm. she's expanded. She's changed. She's grown into different things that interest her, mm-hmm. and she's always evolving. Yeah, you know. And so, if someone like her with so much experience in the industry and really knowing who she is can change and evolve, then we all can. Yeah, you know? because because it, I, I look at Sarah J. I look at. Um, the ladies that have been 10 year plus, they has been able to reinvent themselves every few years mm-hmm. to, to, to kind of keep the fans, because the fans love seeing you on a journey. They love yeah. following you on a journey. You know, mm-hmm. I tell anybody, if you're still doing the same shit you're doing in year one, you ain't growing. No. I mean, I talked to, um, I did a podcast with Tanya Tate. Mm. And I have talked a lot, and she's developed a lot. Yeah, you know, and so I think that you shortchange yourself if you lock yourself into a box. You know. Yeah, I had a conversation with somebody. I said, a female that has a niche has a ceiling. A female that's versatile, she she breaks the glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. So that means I can see her in any way, shape, form, or fashion, and it enables her to do more and make her more marketable. You know, period. Mm-hmm. Because you got females now getting opportunities outside of porn, even though they're doing porn. Being executive producers of TV shows, movies, and stuff like that. Even some being in movies. You know, period. So it's kind of like, what's some of the things that you look at outside of porn that you want to try? Uh, I definitely want to work more in mentoring mm-hmm. um, coming girls. And obviously, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I don't pretend to, <laughs> but I do have a lot to work because I've been exposed to a lot and I've been gifted a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I also want to uh, look at expanding perhaps into um, 
of production. My LLC is a uh, is a production mm-hmm. umbrella. Mm-hmm. So I definitely wanted to get into some of that. Maybe you know, step aside from shooting and and perhaps being an agent and working to make a positive change in the industry as an agent. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many opportunities. You know, I mean, and who knows? Maybe I'm still shooting films when I'm 60. I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, this the hey, look. This game is ageless because I think of Seeker Black. I think of uh, a couple of them that's in their 60s still killing it. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Game banging everything. Clearing yeah. the young boys out. <laughs> I saw a game banging Seeker Black. She's 66 years old. She got young dudes my age doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tapping out. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> but no, but see, I'm gonna tell you what's funny. Uh, I'm gonna ask you this: Do you think you get into the business at an older age benefited you more versus if you did get into it younger? I do to a degree because I had a lot more life experience, mm-hmm. um, which allowed me to be able to kind of navigate this path. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because when you first come into it, if you're 18 or, you know, in your early 20s, there's just a lot of things that you don't know. And that doesn't, that's not wrong. Yeah. That's life. Um, but I think that, and maybe being able to recognize different things that mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily know if you didn't experience things mm-hmm. in your life, then you're maybe not going to notice them. Yeah. Cause it's like the game changed when I came in the game. They were looking for the eighteen year old, nineteen year old, twenties. Now they want them thirty five and up. <laughs> Thank God, cause that's what I fit into. High housewife, you can't be a stepmom in you in your twenties. <laughs> you know, period. Because that's the taboo now. The the, the incest, the stepmom. You know, you paint the taboo of the, the car. You feel what I'm coming from? So it's kind of like that. What makes our money is. The more taboo that scene is, the more people are going to want to see it because yeah. of the shock value. Because we have lost a lot of the shock value with our business because mm-hmm. it became so mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think, you know, the big thing is knowing yourself and knowing your comfort level mm-hmm. ahead of time. And I think that for some girls might be difficult. Not everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we all come from different backgrounds, too. Mm-hmm. And see how people don't realize they think that we come from broken homes, that she didn't have a father, and she's on drugs. This woman was a cop. There's women that are, have master's degrees. There are women that work in corporate America and said, I'd rather do this than sit here and clock. Get a, a time clock, you know, period. I even think about for talking to girls that webcam girls over there in Romania. Them motherfuckers, it's like a nine to five for them. Mm-hmm. You know, period. And what kills me is that what we do is legal. It's not hurting anybody, and it and it helps people. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, think about it, your first sexual experience or first time seeing sex is probably with a porn, right? You know, for the most part, or soap opera nowadays because they <laughs> damn like porn. <laughs> just just evening TV sometimes. I, I'm saying, I just you know, I mean the first the first memory I have of sexual was. When we found the neighbor's dad's playboys in his garage, you know, I mean that was my first experience, and I was like, "Oh my god, these ladies are incredibly beautiful." 
And yeah. I can't imagine being naked and having pictures taken and now look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like, but when you're that age, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so things just kind of advance from there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I think the thing about the adult industry is it allows people to dabble in different things yeah. um, in the privacy of their own home and figure out what works and doesn't work for them. Yes. You know? It gives us a grace of discovery with our sexuality because part of this is we have to be sluts and freaks on camera. <laughs> you know, period. It, it's, yeah. it, and we are building a fantasy. That's the reason why we we have to do certain angles. I have to sit here and talk my body a certain way so they can see the dick going into pussy from the side. <laughs> she has to have, lift her leg a certain way or what have you because <laughs> this is a fantasy. This is not normal sex, you know, I even ask girls, do y'all even orgasm on sex sometimes? And sometimes they don't because you're, you can't free your mind enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's one of the things that's super exciting for me about um, the art porn coming up mm-hmm. is it will allow fans to have a more intimate experience with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, v- yeah, I see VR becoming king. Right now, it's getting hot. Yeah, I'm expecting next year to see more AI shit within our business. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm hoping my VR thing comes out. Mm. It's been time for Christmas. Oh my goodness! Now hold on. Did you use a toy for the VR? Or did you use a dude? Um. No. It's. And I can't really talk a lot about it. Oh, no, no. I understand. You got to say, I hear you trying to. We ain't going to give y'all too much, people. No, y'all have to wait to see it. You know, but I just know if if, if if it was a dude, you know how hard it is to stay quiet and not move with her going to town on your dick? That's hard. <laughs> I can mean, any dude that do VR got take. I can <laughs> Cause that was one thing I was talking to my man about Bloodshot Ronica when you do. He said, "Yeah, it's kind of hard because you know they they trying to breathe. You can't even breathe. You can't even. <laughs> you gotta be still. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be exciting, and I'm I'm super thrilled. Oh, most definitely. So now the other beautiful thing, the last thing is, I love the fact that you and your husband work together. You know, now, 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 granted, of course, they're swingers, you know, because we are, I've been having conversations. You've been seeing the conversations about people that dating porn stars. I have that conversation, all that good stuff. And speak to having someone at home, your significant other that supports you in it, and not only supports you in it, helps you. I couldn't have done this without him, honestly. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the whole swinger thing because I write a column for um, but to have his support and his encouragement and to have him have my back when some people were saying really terrible things about me um, you know I just got into my first confrontation in Twitter world last week and um, and so but he was like really supportive and it, it hurt my feelings and I'm like God, you know I was a I didn't think I have feelings anymore, right? But you do. We're all human. You know, and I was really upset. And, um, you know, but he was super amazing through the whole thing. And then, you know, just to have someone to bounce things off of. Mm-hmm. 
and he's grown with me through this whole thing. Like this is, it's our baby. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have the right to describe it than that, um, because we grew it from nothing, and so the support is insane. And a lot of women are not that fortunate. Oh no, oh no, because he not because he also still feeling with you, correct? Uh huh. Yeah. See. Once again, the blueprint. She's doing my blueprint, ladies and gentlemen. You have a resident male talent that you're shooting on a regular basis to give you all the type of scenes that you need because some of these other male talents ain't going to shoot the type of scenes that you want. And then you work with established male talent to build your cachet and just to give your fans a change of pace of dick. That's it. Uh You know, period. Because I'm pretty sure your fans enjoy watching you fuck your husband about as much as you fucking anybody else. Yes. And I get asked a lot, when's the next one of you and her husband coming out? Oh, yeah, he, he, he know what knobs to turn to get it out of you. He does. And, you know, it's so funny. Like, we'll shoot with someone else, hmm. the three of us. And he does. He knows exactly how to get my belt. Oh, yeah. And I sometimes feel a bad for who I'm shooting with because, boom, he's got me. You know hmm. And maybe the other talent has to like work a little bit harder. And, and so they're at a little bit. Wouldn't be mad. I'm like, you pose the fuck up better than me, nigga. You live with it. <laughs> you pose how to make a come. I might have a bigger dick, but your dick is gonna be better than mine because you tap it all the time. So you know when she gonna squirt. You know how to make a come. You know how to hit that G spot. All that. Yeah. He is my all-time favorite fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of, uh, of that, goddamn. You married him. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing is because I heard about this new thing and then came out this new STI, uh-huh. and um, the TTS now got a test for it. More money to spend, yes. and I've been hearing more topic of girls looking to do more content partnership than anything else. Now, for one, which which in your situation, kind of, the people you're going to run into is going to probably have that same test, you know, period. Mm-hmm. And I understand TTS is the only one that's offering it, so just give y'all a little heads up. Uh, clear, I think clear is offering it. Yeah, clear yeah. too, yeah. So, but do you think this is going to make ladies, because I said this myself, this is my prediction. Ladies going to do more content Partnership meaning they gonna find somebody they spend with a regular and not really try to collab or outside of too tough. And content house is really about to be important, you know. Period. So, what do you think some of the changes would be from your year of being in this business? You think that this test is gonna bring to the business? You know, um, the test you're talking about is the MGen. Yes, the MGen. Um, and in fact, I just did my first one today. So, um, yeah, because I had to have it by the same day to go to the content house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm doing it separate from my test. I'm going to do my next test next week. Mm-hmm. But I think, honestly, yes, it is a little bit more of an expense. But I think that it just is to keep us safe. Yeah. And um, I don't know that it would deter people from shooting in the professional industry. I think that... It's something to be very aware of. Mm. And I think that it also makes you stop and think and be sure who you're shooting with. 
and making sure that they have a current test and that they're not trying to give you a fraudulent test and they're not, you know, because at the end of the day, we are responsible for our own health. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of gets lost in the minutia of it. Yes. Because we got to curve us. If you single, you got to curve your sex right because you can't fuck everybody. You just can't go out to the bar and bring somebody home because your money is made off you being clean. You yeah. know, and I think that also is going to be an even greater divide between the porn stars and content creators now. Because, no, because I won't fuck anyone if they don't have it. Bingo. And the content creators, some of them up ain't got the money to pay for it. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. Because, yeah. because like, like I said, I... Yeah, you're going to see. It's going to be a different look in 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it will be. And I think that, um, you know, it's unfortunate for people who can't afford it. Yeah. I do feel for them. But I think that ultimately, um, you know, our personal lives mm-hmm. also affect the industry. Yeah, it does. And so, you know, if you're going to go out and bang a bunch of people in your personal life, then you run a risk of not being able to shoot pro porn and mm-hmm. having to be out for two weeks and for some women it's more than two weeks to yes. and, and even that it might hurt you with getting bookings because even though there's girls that tested dirty and they still get work they don't get as much bookings as they used to when they didn't test dirty right, and that, but I do think that the industry is very understanding because this is new yeah I think that uh, yeah, because because I never heard of this shit until until my girl Kelly Sheen introduced me to it. I said, a new S what? Yeah. Who? MG what? I had to go look this shit up. I said, Glad I'm retired. <laughs> yeah. Glad I'm retired. Because even the point that, like I said, because you hear a lot of girls complain about how they get their DMs, dudes hitting them up, want to film with them. Now, because they're MGM, you're going to see them DMs get a little light. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I get hit all the time. Yeah. And as soon as they're sure testing, too. sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. now I'm not going to get tested. Yeah. Because, because, because yeah, a lot of these content creators just in it for the pussy. Because they figured, I got to say, I'm supposed to get some pussy. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah. No, because so, I mean, you have to, you have to be educated about it. For yeah. Sure. Because, like I said, people don't realize how many of us is married. So, mm-hmm. and it's funny that even some of the male times don't realize that she is married when she come on set. Yeah. And mind you, it's documented, <laughs> probably in the Wikipedia somewhere. <laughs> no, but I mean, you don't want it to spread everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like, even with me, that's the reason why when I went to shoot, it was only reason why she's fucking you, Bob, is because of that camera. Not because she like you. Keep that in mind. And I always liked it. Once we finish, it's over. I go back to my wife, you go back to your husband, we have a smoke, chit-chat, laugh about it, and move on. Mm-hmm. You know, period. I never fucked off camera. Hell no. Yeah. Well, except for my wife. Yeah, no. Once you start doing stuff off the camera, things are never good. Yeah, that reputation comes. Because people don't realize, as big of an industry it is, it's very small. It is very small. I'll tell you what, it amazes me 
on a day-to-day basis who I know, who knows someone, who knows someone, who has heard of me, heard how I did on a shoot, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, ladies, y'all heard of. We do talk. Producers, Mel Times, we all talk to each other. Because we're always looking for someone to film that is professional and dependable. Yeah. Those two things are very important. For sure. Because this is a profession. Yes. Damn show is. Y'all need to remember that damn shit. Fuckers. (laughs) So with that being said, we're at the end of another Smoker's Lounge. And I hope y'all enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her. You know what I'm saying? And you know we might have to bring up back people. So you know what I'm about to ask her. Miss Miss Bell. Yes. Mrs. Officer. Mrs. Officer. Can I call you a smoke buddy? Yes, for sure. <laughs> Y'all heard it. She'll be back on the smokers lounge and we're gonna get her on the premium smoke room on Excite Bunny. You know what that means. It gets more candy. It gets yeah. more powder. It gets Can more predictable. Oh yeah, I'm about to to let you do it. And on top of that, the titties come out and no telling where else come out because it's completely uncensored because it's Excite Bunny. I ain't got to worry about Spotify taking down my shit. But if you want to still subscribe to the Spotify Premium Smoke Room where it's all audio, that means go ahead. But if you want to see what her and these ladies do and get how they get down in the Premium Smoke Room, Got to subscribe to the Excite Money side. So with that being said, Miss Lady, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. So I always just send everyone to my website. It's therealbellalife.com. Mm. And it will take you to all my social, all my paid pages. Um, it will update you on all of the things that I'm working on. Like I said, it's going to be a lot more robust next year. But mm. yeah, so therealbellalife.com and you will have everything at your fingertips. See, say no more. See, one link, that's simple. So y'all go spend that money on this sexy lady so she can continue to make this wonderful, wonderful footage. And y'all make her a damn star, which she already is out of this piece. And and, and Richard, man, you need to get her to one of your content houses, man. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Richard, man, Fonzo Lays. Come on, man. Y'all need to holler at her. I mean, she she's grade A beauty. You feel me? So, with that being said, you know how we end these shows all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to him, Miss Lex. All right. Take care, everyone. Do you want to follow me?